Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to part two of episode 16, Hunting Afternoon Turkeys. Before we get into this part of the episode, I want to thank you guys for coming on to our Facebook fan page and participating on that. I want to build a community on our Facebook fan page, and of course I can't do that without you guys participating. So Chris and Jamie Powell, Ryan Bauer, Chris Davis, John Laner or John Loner, sorry I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Thank you all for participating. Please come back and visit the page often and post comments. Don't forget to like and share. I really appreciate that. And of course, when you are fortunate enough to kill a turkey, whether it's this fall or it happens to be in the spring, please don't forget to come post your photos. Tell us the where, when, and how. And you know I always love a good turkey story, so please come share those photos with us and share a little bit of the story as well. Well, this is part two of the episode where I'm sharing three strategies for filling an afternoon turkey tag. Last week I talked about the running gun, and this week I want to talk to you about the spot and stalk. Really and truly, your afternoon methods for hunting turkeys are not going to be that much different than your morning strategies for turkey hunting. One of the big differences is that because the birds are not as responsive in the afternoons, you generally have to slow down and be a little bit more patient with your efforts. But when you can get a turkey to respond, you can do some good with it. So, you know, I talked about the running gun last week. This week I want to talk to you about the spot and stalk. I know I'm going to get some feedback or pushback from some of you about spotting a turkey and stalking that turkey and not calling the turkey in just basically ambushing the turkey and you know I'm going to tell you to each his own if it's legal I generally am not going to have a problem doing it you know I do hunt in Alabama primarily and we have the opportunity to kill five turkeys each season if I was in a state that only allowed me to kill one turkey in a season I probably would not want to ambush one I would want to call one in and thoroughly enjoy the hunt The other part of that as well is that I would not want my season to be over that soon. If I had one turkey tag to fill and my season lasted 30 days, I would want to hunt every single one of those days and I would want to kill my turkey on an awesome hour-long hunt, the final hour of the final day every year. But you know, we don't get to plan it that way. 
we just have to take them as we can get them. And sometimes that means killing one with a spotting stalk. You can spot turkeys the same way you spot deer. That's done from high points like your ridges. It's also done from areas where you can get around easily like your roads, looking into fields. Anywhere that turkeys normally hang out are a good place to spot them, obviously. Once you've spotted the turkey, you want to determine the direction that that turkey is headed or the destination that that turkey is headed to. So if you can figure out what direction is moving, north, south, east, west, if it's going from the left side of the field to the right side of the field, obviously you want to get back in front of that turkey or get in front of where that turkey's going and get in a position where you'll have a good shot but yet still be hidden and wait. Spotting and stalking a turkey is not a sporting way to kill one. I'm going to say that it is very exciting and very challenging to stalk an animal that has tremendous eyesight and the wariness of about a six-year-old buck. It's hard to find a game animal that is more difficult to put a stalk on than a wild turkey. Yes, they don't have the nose, but they have the eyesight to make up for it. Now, I just mentioned that they don't have the nose. Another tip for you when you are doing a spot and stalk on a turkey is to use the wind to your advantage. And what do I mean by that? I just mentioned once again that they can't smell. But because of their tremendous eyesight, when the leaves on the trees are shaking and the trees themselves are swaying back and forth in the wind, when the tall switchgrass is swaying back and forth in the wind, you can get away with a lot more movement on a turkey than you can when everything is completely still. So you have an opportunity maybe to get a little bit closer or to work your way into the area where the turkey is going to travel. So to give you an example of how to use the wind to your advantage, when we were on our out-of-state trip, this has been, I don't know, three or four years ago, we went to Land Between the Lakes. If you've never been to Land Between the Lakes, I highly recommend you go there on a turkey hunt. The turkey hunting is phenomenal. The scenery is incredible, and you'll have a wonderful time if you go. And by the way, the turkeys do get a lot of pressure on them. They're not easy turkeys to kill, so you'll actually get a very challenging hunt if you go there. We were hunting one afternoon on land between the lakes, and we were driving the road, and we saw two longbeards and a hen out in one of the fields. And it just so turns out that my buddy John and I saw turkeys out in that field earlier that morning and put a stalk on the turkeys through the woods and walk right up to the edge of the field and the turkeys were gone. So we were not able to have a successful hunt that morning. But that afternoon we were driving around and my buddy Chip was with us and we saw the turkeys in the field and it was Chip's turn to shoot. So we got out and Chip and I made an approach to this field. I took him right up to the edge of the field when we walked up to the edge of the field, the turkeys were probably 25 yards away standing in the field. But the wind was blowing, and the trees were fully leafed out. Everything's moving. And we got literally one tree inside the tree line away from the edge of that field. Turkeys are at 25 yards. Chip yelped at them. One of the gobblers stuck his head up, and Chip shot him and killed him. Now, of course, the whole time that we're walking up to the field, Chip keeps stopping me and asking me if I know where we're going. And he thinks we're getting close, you know, thinks we're getting close. But I'd already been there. I knew exactly where we were going. I knew exactly where the turkeys were. 
I knew exactly how to make the approach so that we could get there without any issues. And we did that. So knowing where you're going is a big help there too. Another thing that you're going to need for spot and stalk is a good pair of binoculars. Or if you're in your vehicle, or maybe you're out west, a good spotting scope as well. So you've got to not only be able to see the turkeys, but you've got to be able to see what the turkeys are. Is it a long beard, or is it a jake, is it a hen? There's no way to know if you don't have a good pair of binoculars, or you have a good spotting scope with you to be able to check the animal from a distance. You don't want to waste two hours making a stalk on a turkey to get up there just to realize that it's a hen and you've wasted your afternoon. Now one other tip I want to bring up to you is calling to that turkey once you've got him spotted in the field. If that gobbler is by himself, there's a decent chance that you can call that turkey towards you. If you get out in front of that turkey, you can call the turkey down the edge of that field a little bit quicker than you could if you just waited on him to come by you. But if that gobbler is with hens, then you're going to have little to no chance of calling that turkey to make him come towards you any quicker than he normally would. So in that case, I would just sit there very quietly and wait. I would not call at all. So when you spot that turkey out in the field, just be sure to adjust your calling strategy accordingly. Don't call to a turkey that has hens with him. And if there's one by himself, you may or may not want to call. I typically will let the turkeys tell me what to do. If they were very responsive that morning, then I likely will call to them. If the turkeys have been very quiet and have been unresponsive to calling, then I typically will not call to them at all, even if that gobbler is by himself. So those are just some spot and stalk tips for you, along with a quick turkey story. Thank you for tuning in this week. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you spending time with us. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.